eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. Psalms 121 Tears mixed with melting snowflakes on the policeman's face as he stood in the falling snow, directing the solemn procession of cars. The continuous train of vehicles extended nearly two miles from the church to the cemetery. The snow fell silently, muffling all sound. The aged tombstones were crusted with white. Slowly the mourners gathered about the gaping hole shielded by the black canopy. Poised above the earth stood a coffin. It was a large gathering by community standards. Those who stood on the perimeter of the cemetery could scarcely hear what was said, but it was of little consequence. They were here to pay respects, to remember as much as their hearts could bear. The priest blessed them in this place, then, just before speaking, made the sign of the cross upon the coffin. For well over three hundred years the townspeople have been laid to rest in even rows, overlooking the gentle river. Those dead of aging, of disease, of mischance, and of war, all are here, but in the memory of anyone there was only one murder victim. The town has existed in the lowlands of Massachusetts for nearly four centuries, a place not distinctively different from hundreds of others in the region. Located a convenient but significant distance from Boston, the town's economic situation may have altered with the years, but not the character of the place or its people. Residents are polite, inward-looking, and embrace their own with candor and warmth. The children of one family are the children of all, forces threatened only from outside. Children take up their adult lives nearby, and a move of twenty minutes away is considered far. Making one across the United States is like journeying to some primitive corner of the earth. Parents accept that their children must go away. They accept because they have no choice. And if in their hearts they dread the nightmare of every parent, they hold that thought to themselves. For when tragedy befalls one of their own, its dark presence touches each of them. They have made a pact with fate that as long as the dread is never uttered, it will never strike. In 1981, that unspeakable tragedy occurred, and on this early February day, the townspeople stood in the intermittent snowfall as the murdered daughter was laid to rest. As the coffin was lowered into the frozen ground, each member of the family tossed a crimson rose into the grave. The mourners wept in grief and sympathy and could only ask themselves, how could this happen? What kind of men could do such a thing? Parents stared at their adult children with fresh uneasiness. Anything could happen, anything. Even the nearby towns where their offsprings lived were now more distant and foreign. Nothing was the same. <laughs>